For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. Coastal Carolina was a shock top performer last season during the fall of 2020, and a big reason for their success was their defense. One of the most notable names playing for Coastal Carolina last year was Jeffrey Gunter, the 6'4", 260-pound edge rusher who finished last season with 12.5 tackles for loss and 6.5 sacks. Gunter hopped on with host Ryan Roberts for today's prospect spotlight interview part of the nfl draft prospects podcast before we get to that interview though folks i need to quickly tell you about bet online july is underway and a great month month for sports and if you're into sports betting bet online is where you should go to win money today with the nba finals ending and the mlb heading into the second half of the season there's plenty of betting action to get involved in if you're a football better there are tons of futures and props you can wager on. BetOnline has all of the latest odds, news, and information for all of your online sports betting needs. Visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next tip-off, face-off, or pitch, head on over to BetOnline and start playing today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Now let's get to that interview with Jeffrey Gunter. Welcome, everyone, to this Believe in NFL Draft Prospect podcast. It's an interview edition. It's a Thursday. You know that we're bringing you an inside glimpse into some of the best football players in the entire nation. Of course, we have turned our page fully on the 2021 NFL Draft cycle. No more recaps. No more evaluations for those guys that are now all the NFL's guys at this point. We're going to be talking about the guys that are going to be the next wave, 2022 NFL Draft specifically, it was a magical season, to say the least, for Coastal Carolina this past year. A lot of great football players. Teron, Teron Jackson, who's obviously going to be playing his professional football, about 25 minutes from me with the Philadelphia Eagles. I have who I consider to be one of the outstanding defensive ends returning to college football. He's listed as a bandit for the Coastal Carolina defense. Of course, I got Mr. Jeffrey Gunter. Jeffrey, appreciate you so much, man. Taking some time again. I've been very impressed with you on film over the last couple of years, to be honest, going back to the 2018 season as well. And I, I just appreciate you kind of give me a little inside glimpse into your world. Yes, sir, man. Thank you for having me, man. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, absolutely, man. So I want to kind of go paint this as a little bit of a journey, Jeff. I, I know that, mm -hmm. you know, coming out of Riverside High School originally, you're I know you're a Durham, North Carolina guy. Can you talk yes, to me a little bit about your recruiting process? What led you to Coastal and, and maybe just a little bit about like the other schools that may have had interest in you as well? Okay, well, to start it off, I didn't play defensive end until my senior year. I was always a really skinny kid. So uh, going into my senior year, I was about 185 pounds playing linebacker, you know. 
and a couple of injuries happened, and I moved defensive end, and you know it, it fit. You know, what I'm saying it was like it fit like a glove. And um, a lot of schools they they held off and recruited me because they didn't think I could gain weight. So all the big schools in the area, like NC State, all those guys, they didn't really look at me much. Uh, Coastal was really the only D1 school to you know give me opportunity. And I thank them every day. Uh, I had a bunch of other FCS schools, but Coastal was the first D1 school to give me opportunity. Well, Jeff, talk to me that because that that's fascinating, man. I had heard that yeah. before. I think it was another interview that you did that you talked about being kind of like an undersized, lankier guy at that point. Yeah. <laughs> talk to me about that weight gain, man, because I love hearing the stories <laughs> of how guys have been able to put on the weight and maintain their athleticism. Like, how have you been able to yeah. add so much good weight to your frame over the last few years? Man, it's just want to and a bunch of trial and error, man. Uh, when I first got to college, I was determined to gain that weight no matter what, man. And I just sat, I would sit in the cafeteria for hours, like all day. I would do my homework in there and everything to gain weight. And, you know, I'm here now, I'm a smooth 265 right now. So I think it worked out pretty well. Absolutely. You got any uh, like gross weight, weight gaining tri- tips? I know they always talk about, you know, the, the guys go to the to the senior bowl. I think it was the uh, Ben Barch a couple years ago that said he was eating like cottage cheese mixture and all this type of stuff. You got anything weird that you were doing to gain the weight? I don't really have any mixtures, but I was eating an insane amount of food. So, uh, I, oh my bad, my bad. But um, I know uh, uh, my freshman year I would go in the cafeteria eat four omelets and three glasses of chocolate milk, and that'd be my breakfast. So, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> And I, I know, obviously, the uh, the weight gain and the position switch ultimately from when you started playing defensive end in, in senior or high school. Obviously, it's worked out for you. I wanted to talk a little bit about because I know 2018 was kind of your breakout year. You know, it was uh, first team all conference. You were a you know I think 14 tackles for loss, something like five and a half sacks. So obviously, you were a very productive defensive end at that point. I know the next sp- uh, part of your story though is that you did take the opportunity to transfer to NC State eventually coming back. So can you take me through just a little bit into that decision and what ultimately led you back from NC State to Coastal? Um, at the time of my transfer, uh, my mother was going through a really, really bad divorce. And um, it, I felt like it was the best decision for me and my family for me to move back to NC State because my house is literally like eight minutes from North Carolina State's campus. Mm. So um, once I got to NC State, you know what I'm saying, some things didn't work out and the divorce got settled. And, you know, I just really missed Coastal. So I decided to come back. And I took a lot of heat for it, but I feel like it was the best decision for me. And, man, it paid off pretty well. So, yeah, yeah it, it was never anything big, like a big deal. It's just uh, family problems, you know? Yeah, no, I know. I know. And obviously there's things that every, every one of us have to deal with, unfortunately, that is out of our control, to say the least. But obviously it worked out, man, to say the least. <laughs> We're talking about this 2020 season. I mean, a magical year. I, I know it's people a- obviously – want to highlight the BYU game. It's obviously the, the huge win of the season, obviously with what they were doing at that time. But I mean, mm-hmm. you guys were undefeated going into bowl season. We're talking about guys like Teron Jackson. I talked about the Jordan Strong, Silas Kelly, Teddy Gallagher, Grayson McCall. And a lot of those guys are coming back this year, which I know you guys are probably really excited about. But take me through to start out with the magical 2020 run and just how special this group of young men were. Uh, Man, it- uh, coming into that offseason, man, everybody was just super determined. Like, we knew COVID was happening, but we just didn't care. We just put our heads down and grinded, man. And all that work really paid off, man. And uh, the season was – it felt like a dream, you know, especially coming from where we came from. My first few years at Coastal, we were five and seven, and uh, nobody really gave us any respect. People were saying we should stay in an FCS. The opponents were saying we were an FCS team still. 
So just making that complete 360 turnaround, bro, it was, it was the best feeling ever. And we got to send our seniors off uh, to Ron and CJ the right way, man. And that's really what matters. So 2020 season was magical, man. I, I can't even describe how good it felt. Yeah, nah, it was it was fantastic. I obviously keeping up with you guys. And I want to talk about that defense for a second, a little more specifically. Yes, we, talk, we talked about a few of them already. That defense, I mean, against anybody in the country, I would put you guys up against. And obviously, again, you got a staple outside of a couple guys that you mentioned, like Tehran, that, that mm-hmm. are obviously off to, you know, taking their dream to the next level. But you guys have a, a great core coming back. How good do you think that you can go be now going into 2021 on the defensive side of the ball? Do you think you could be better? Has a standard been high, been set higher? Like, what, do you, what are your expectations just for the defensive side of the football? Man, the standard is the standard. You know, we're going to play black swarm defense. We're going to fly to the ball. We're going to hit people. And, you know, we're going to talk our talk our stuff in between, man. And uh, I think 2020 was a good year, but I think now that we have a little bit more experience, we got a, you know what I'm saying, a little bit more camaraderie. I think 2021 will be better, man. Uh, I know that's a, a hard feat to accomplish, but I think the sky's the limit for this defense. And, Jeff, can, can you give me a little glimpse into how special that offense is? Because I think that, you know, without – Talented the defense is that you guys are going to get a lot of notoriety, but we're talking about again Grayson McCall, who was a freshman All American. Sure. I know CJ's off to to the NFL as well, but mm-hmm. these guys still have Isaiah, Javon. There's a lot of talented mm-hmm. players on that offense, man. How special is that group? Man, th- this is by far the best offense I've ever played with in my life. But we've got uh, G Money, G Ten at a quarterback, and with him we can do anything. We got Vaughn out there on the outside. He's one of the best receivers in the country. We've got arguably the best tight end in the country, Isaiah. Our offensive line, you know, they, they're scrappy. They're going to fight you. You know, they might be small, but they're going to get after you, you know. And our running backs, I know we love CJ, man, but we got a bunch of talent in our running back room, and I expect a lot of guys to step up and really take over, man. The sky is the limit for the offense. We're going we're gonna to be one of the best teams uh, offensively and defensively in the country, man. Just stay tuned. Mm-hmm. And I know you, you mentioned a little bit, obviously, with the with uh, COVID pandemic and a lot of uncertainty swirling a little bit. You guys were obviously really determined through that. Can you talk to me a little bit about the sure. – obstacles and the way that you felt like you guys best were able to navigate it going into the season and how mm-hmm. difficult was it maybe at points, you know, I know there were some games getting scheduled last minute, like that BYU mm-hmm. game, for instance, like how weird of a season was this for you guys? Man, I just know uh, our head coach, Jamie Chabot, he preaches a handle in adversity. You know, you don't know what life is going to throw at you, but you can uh, determine how you're going to handle the uh, uh, obstacles that come at you, you know, and um, that's what we did, man. We try to stay in the bubble as much as we can. You know, that was really hard because campus was loving us a lot. But, you know, we tried to, you know, uh, just keep our heads strong and just look at the big goal and look at the big picture. And that's what we did during the offseason and into the season, man. And, you know, that's a testament to our leaders. And that's a testament to everybody in the team looking forward to the goal and staying strong. And, Jeffrey, obviously, you know, we were talking a little bit before we started. I've been very impressed with your film and, and you know, the sure. – it, it, it can be encapsulated a little bit by the, you know, 12 and a half tackles for loss, six and a half sacks. Like those stats are crazy. And then that, then I look at this stat and I don't know if people have talked about this that, that much, but six force fumbles in one yeah. season, that is one of the most insane stats I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, can you just talk to me a little bit about your development as a football player, the season that you just had. And for you, what is the next step? Not just being, you know, the, the best in the conference, the best on the East Coast, whatever the narrative is, but potentially being the best defensive end in all of college football if it goes right. Man, um, it's just amazing to see how far I've come. And it's really, I, I got to say thank you to Ron, CJ, uh, Coach McGee, everybody on the team that's working with me this summer. 
because they really pushed me to a whole nother level. And then coming in and playing like a more of an outside linebacker role instead of just defensive end role, it fit me perfectly. And I was able to make a lot of plays once I got comfortable playing, man. And I feel like next year, because I'm going to have more more time under my belt, more ability to work on being an outside linebacker, defensive end hybrid, man, my, my number is just going to grow, you know. And it's, it's like you said, I want to be the best, best defensive end in the country, and I'm doing everything I can to make it happen, man. I'm in the lab every day, and I just want to make sure my mother's proud every time she sees me on the field. So, yes, sir. And talk to me a little bit, Jeff, because I, I know you mentioned, you know, the, the versatility that you have, not just being a defensive mm-hmm. end, being an outside linebacker, being able to play in space a little bit. How sure. comfortable has that kind of come naturally to you? And how has mm-hmm. the maturation of your ability to play in space, play from depth, mm-hmm. do all that type of stuff? I know uh, when I first got hit during the summer, it was a little it was a little shaky at first because I wasn't used to playing. I'm used to going forward all the time instead of going backward. But man, once I got the hang of it, I really fell in love with it. And I realized that my skill set is perfect for it. And, you know, I think that's what separates me from a lot of guys. I can play in a 3-4 or 4-3, whatever you need me to do. I can set the edge. I can cover a tight end. And um, I think my skill set would be perfect you know, for the league and the, the way football is going nowadays. Yeah, nah, and, and a lot of versatility that people are playing with now. Even if you're a 3-4 mm-hmm. team, like so many sub packages today, guys are playing uh, even man fronts most of the time anyway. So I think that your versatility yeah. definitely does play well to the next level. And I'm curious, you being a guy that can do a little bit of everything, can play in multiple mm-hmm. systems, multiple fronts, are there some players, whether it is past, present, growing up, whatever it might be, that you model your game after a little bit? Um, one of my favorite players is William McGinnis. I like him a lot. It's a good one. Um, like currently, TJ Watts, one of my favorite guys. Uh, Yannick Ngake. Uh, some, I don't know who I, oh, I was one interviewer that compared me to him when I almost blushed on the camera. Um, <laughs> of course, Aaron Donald. You know, uh, Daniel Hunter over there with the Vikings. I watch a bunch of guys, man, and I try to take everything I can from that film. And I, I, just to even be compared and in the same sentence as some of those guys would be great for me. And how, how much have you talked, uh, Jeffrey, to Tehran when he was working through the process? And how excited were you for him specifically, being a, a guy that I'm sure you've had yeah. a great relationship over the years when he w- got that call yeah. and he had, had his obviously his dream come true with the Philadelphia Eagles? Man, in all honesty, I, I didn't really hit Tehran up much during this whole process. Um, I tried to, you know, let him lock in and, you know, go get his paper, but I'll text him every now and then, like, how's it down there? Did you learn anything? He gave me a bunch of tips whenever he could, but, you know, when he got called, man, it was like, I don't know, it was, it was like I got drafted almost. That's my brother, man. That's one of my best friends, and I couldn't be happier for him. I wish he would have went a little higher. I think he could have went, like, the fourth, but, you know, I, I think the Eagles are a good spot for him. He's going to be a good player for years to come. Yeah, nah, the long-term for the Eagles, I think, is really what's going to be interesting because I, I think he actually plays yeah. a, little, a lot like Brandon Graham, who's already been. Yeah, Brandon's getting so a little too. older, so I, I think that that might be a really good transition. And I agree with you. I thought he was going to go a little higher because he tested well. He did well down mm-hmm. at the Senior Bowl. I, I thought he was going to go a little higher than that, but I think the Eagles got a definite steal in the sixth round. And now I'm excited, so excited about your process, man, because we're getting mm-hmm. obviously into the final year. You talked about the standard is the standard. But having the success that you guys just had, this this fantastic mm-hmm. season, this magical run, what for you would make the ending to your career perfect from an individual standpoint, from a team standpoint? Like, what are the goals now? Man, the goals are I need a couple rings on my finger. I know last year we won a, a co-conference championship because of, uh, you know, COVID rules. We had to cancel the championship game. But, you know, getting the outright championship and hopefully a New York Six Bowl win, that would 
you know, sending my, all my guys off the right way, you know, that would be the best thing for me. Individual stats, I know they'll come. Individual success, I know they'll come. But just sending all my senior boys and everybody in my class off the right way, that's, the, that's what my goal is. And, Jeffrey, I, I have a lot of young men that are mm-hmm. still in high school kind of reach out to me, and they're obviously going through the recruiting as well, you know, just trying mm-hmm. to get some insight sometimes. And I have been past Coastal before, and I know that it is a beautiful campus, and I know a lot mm-hmm. of people probably don't even know too much about it, but for the maybe the young men that would be considering Coastal, can you just sell it for a second as why it's such a special place for you? Man, nobody has more fun than us. It's not college. It's Coastal, man. I think. And I've talked to people that go to other schools that have visited Coastal and everything, man. It's it's a very unique place. It's a place where you can be yourself and people will still rock with you. It's a place that, you know, we're like a big, happy family. And I'm not just talking about football. I mean, like, the entire campus. Everybody looks out for everybody. And, of course, football, man, we're, we're a bunch of players with mullets and maniacs. You know what I'm saying? We are, we're a bunch of characters. And I wish we had, like, a stat. Nobody has a better time playing ball than us, man. I, if you come to Coastal, you're coming – to have the best four years of your life, and it's going to follow you for the next 40 years, you know. Education, uh, athletically, man, you'll be in a great spot if you come to Coastal. And if anybody asks me who's the best defensive player on Coastal Carolina, I would say Jeffrey Gunter. But I have to be honest (laughs) with you, man. If somebody said, what do you think of the first, you know, when someone says Coastal, like what's the first thing that pops in your head? It'd be Teddy Gallagher with the most, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. You got love it, man. You guys, you guys got some swag. You got some swagger. Um, you got you got some good good times, like you're saying. And I'm really excited, obviously, about you moving forward here. And my kind of my last question is: talk about Tehran and his and his um his journey a little bit into the NFL. Mm-hmm. Obviously, just a year from now, you're going to be in the same position. Mm-hmm. I think that you're going to get drafted. Absolutely, with the talent that you are. That yes, moment, looking forward, what type of blessing would that be? And just how long has this been a dream for you to be a professional football player? Man, uh, that's the only dream I've ever had in my life, man. I remember being six years old, sitting in front of TV, watching NFL Network all day, you know, and all that. So um, just being able to say that I made it, you know what I'm saying, be able to get my mother a house or be able to take care of my mother a little bit more, you know what I'm saying? That means that means the world to me. And um, I don't know. I know tears are going to flow when I, when I get drafted. I know that much. But I just, I just, you know, it's my dream coming true. And I'm doing everything I can to get there, man. And I, I just can't wait for that day because it'll, it'll be a huge weight off my shoulders. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I love the different aspects, right? Like, obviously, it's been a dream for you, but the generational wealth aspect, obviously, for your family yeah. and everything was, is huge. Again, here joined by Jeffrey Gunter, star defensive end, outside linebacker, whatever you want to call him. He's a damn good football player out of Coastal Carolina. Jeffrey, yeah. I, I appreciate you, man. Again, taking a little bit of time today, man. This was awesome. I, you know, you can read as much in the bios and backgrounds as possible, but it's just, it means so much different just being able to kind of see it face to face. So I appreciate you so much for taking some time. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me, man. I appreciate it. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.